It is time to run with the herd. A herd hour here on the porch. Randy Burnside and Justin Arvon, the authorities on Marshall football, coming in here to join me. We're going to talk all things about the domination of the Dukes last Saturday. Big effort on the ground from Laybourne. We hope for much of the same this weekend against that porous coastal run defense. We're going to talk all things about Grayson McCall and his ability and how we're a little nervous about him. Randy's going to get in some barbecue as always. We'll talk about lasagna too. Interesting. You'll want to hear about all about that. So you guys know what to do. If it's in the morning, grab that coffee. Pill stuff. If it's in the evening, grab the drink and come on back because we're talking all things Marshall football. It's a hurt hour here on the porch. Let's go. Cue the music. talking to you fellas after a win. Justin, I went back and kind of took a listen to what we talked about, and I think we called exactly what needed to happen. It was like verbatim, and then how it went down as well. I think we were profits last week. Well, let's do it again then, Blaine. I know, right? Good to have Randy back. He comes back from the great north. Did you get any barbecue up there, buddy? I did not. Did not get any uh, barbecue in Canada, but I did have some good food overall. Some, some poutine? Uh, just a little bit, yeah. Uh, I, I tried it once. Not not a fan. What's the Vancouver? Well, uh, it's such an international city uh, with a lot of uh, international flair. Um, you know, something that was really popular up there, and, and I, I don't know if this is just... Uh, uh, a British Columbia thing, but there were a lot of waffle places Ooh. and uh, places that make like dessert waffles, uh, waffles with chocolate, fresh fruit, uh, whipped cream, yeah. uh, different syrups and things like that. You know, obviously maple syrup's a big deal, but right. uh, yeah, they, they had a lot of places like that that were pretty neat, but we, we, we tried a little bit of everything. There was a lot of nice little italian place and uh uh lots of lots of you know just international flair okay okay all right randy well glad to have you back um running with the uh with the buffalo up there in the great white north so but now we're gonna (laughs) go and try and and the herd the herd got a big win so i was I'm, i'm happy for that um i guess let's let's kind of we should just jump off from there with the victory over the Dukes. How unexpected though, on a scale of one to 10, was that for both of you fellas? Go ahead, Randy. Um, it, it was probably a seven for me, but knowing they had their quarterback out, I was, I was hopeful and it, it came to fruition. Um, I'm just, our defense has played so fantastic and and to see those guys step up like, like gray did with the two interceptions 
and, and our linebacking core play the way they did. Um, you know, it, it was good. It was good to see. We really needed that one. Um, that kind of makes up for your home conference loss uh, to Louisiana. You went and got one on the road. So I feel good about that. And, uh, and to do it with your backup quarterback in there, too. I think that was, that was quality. Hey, so I, is, I'm happy. Hey, Randy, is Fancher still the backup, though? Well, I think, I think uh, Henry's hurt. Uh, and, and out. So yeah, I think he's still the number two. Okay. Okay. You know, I don't think you change, you change your your horse because he's injured. But uh, you know, when he's a hundred percent healthy, you know, I, I'm I'm assuming he's going to be back in there. All right, hey, Justin. Same same two topics to you, buddy. Yeah, it was unexpected. However, same thought. When I knew the quarterback was out, I was just hoping that we could pressure their freshman quarterback, and we were able to. And I don't know, it felt like he threw 12 interceptions. I think it was four. But you get pressure on any quarterback, they're going to make, you know, the the likelihood they make mistakes is huge, and especially a young guy. But he made some pretty talented throws there in the first quarter, um, and that was worrisome. But like we said, if we're going to bring pressure, you know, they're, they're going to get a few plays over top of us and, and beat us on some deep balls. But End of the day, we, we landed home more than we didn't. And uh, Owen Porter had a huge day. So Sure did. It was a, it was a great, great thing to watch uh, de- defensively. I'm not sure what we learned very much offensively, but um, 26 is better than 13, I guess. That's, that's for sure. You doubled yourself up. And I think the main thing that I came away with from this game was we ran the ball in a really good JMU uh, defense, I think. I think that was mm-hmm. a good thing to see. Maybe you get kind of to a point where that becomes your DNA and your character, and you don't try and mess around early. You get to that exclusively. Now, I'm glad we didn't fall out of love with it when it was 12 to 2 as well. Yeah. I mean, and, and I kind of wonder if we don't block that extra point, do you think? that could have been a kind of gave us all that momentum to get it going the rest of the way. Because I felt like if you're down 13, nothing like, I don't know, man, I feel like that blocked extra point really got us, got our engines revved pretty much on Saturday. I think it did. Um, now the way we scored on the drive to make it, what would it have been 12 to nine? I guess that was impressive. Yeah, it was. And the run was outstanding. So I don't know if we just don't bust that big play or not. I'm not sure. But I know this. That was a huge momentum play. <laughs> he went all he went all city ball on that. Or would you go country ball? I, I'm still trying to learn because I was listening to PJ Fleck talk about it. And he was like, that's country ball because it's wide open spaces. And then I've heard other coaches say that's city ball because you're trying to go scoop and score. So I uh, Randy, which which one would Coach Pruitt have went with there? Uh, definitely country. Okay, wide open spaces, kind of stupid wide open spaces, ground ball, and just run with it. Okay, absolutely. Okay, yeah, but momentum is key, guys. You know that momentum shifts like that are major in a football game, and and whenever you can get you know special teams points like that and get the swing going, and, and you know the other thing. We talk about that offense. I love it when we run the ball down people's throats. And Laburn has been outstanding. Uh, what is it? Seven 
straight 100-yard games now yep. for him. First ever to get to 1,000 yeah. in First, seven games at Marshall. Yeah. That's crazy. And Randy saying something with guys back there that can't throw the football. Like that, and they know you're coming. Right. They know you're running the ball. You're exactly right. And that guy is a workhorse, an absolute work workhorse, and he's a stud. And he has been fantastic. And, you know, I can't say enough good things about that guy. No, absolutely not. I mean, that, that run that he made against Notre Dame still just is ingrained in my memory. Just the, the two cuts. Like, he has that type of talent and game-breaking ability on every single time that he takes the football. And that's every single touch. He, he can take it to the house. And I think that's why you got to keep giving it to him. And I think we got away from that at times. But I think the main key for us offensively is being able to stay in that good down and distance so that we can run Laybourne. Don't get out of character. I think that's the key. If we do that the rest of the season, we're going to have a chance, especially even Saturday, because I don't know if you guys have seen Coastal's run defense. It's pretty leaky. Right. Now, here, here's the thing, though. There's two things you got to do. You got to be able to run the ball, which we can do when we get him going, and not turn the ball over. That's the key. As long as we don't shoot ourselves in the foot with turnovers or bad penalties at bad times, um, you know, we, we have a chance in just about any game we play. That's yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead, Jess. No, I, I was in full agreement there. I think, uh, with as good as our defensive line play is, uh, stopping the run especially, and if we can get home to the quarterback defensively, if we just don't turn the ball over and can get a few first downs here and there and put together, you know, one, two, three great drives a game, put it in the end zone, um, you're going to be in every single game the rest of the year. We would give ourselves a chance to win every game that way. Yeah, it would now obviously it'd be great if we could get the passing game going and get more balance, absolutely. And and hopefully we'll figure out a way to manufacture some of that. But you know, I thought Cam Fancher played pretty daggone well considering too. I, I agree, Randy, on that about Fancher. Like that throw he made to Gamage was, was big time. Yeah, it was. It absolutely was. And Gamage has, you know, become quite the receiver himself. Uh, now the thing that that I was looking at this week, too, that I think is really impressive that kind of flies under the radar. Our top three tacklers are all linebackers, and that's what you want. That's what you want to see. So that that shows me that schematically things are happening defensively like we want them to. And, you know, these are not three guys that are on the field at the same time necessarily either. So it, it, it's pretty good thing to see. And then you look at our defensive rankings, um, where we are in the conference and nationally in different categories. You know, they're all healthy numbers. The defense has done what it needs to do. I, I think the main thing for us is taking care of the ball. Uh, maybe we're, we're finding our identity as a running team a little bit. Absolutely, and, Randy. Absolutely. And, and who knows? Maybe, maybe we can roll off a couple wins here. Now, Coastal, they've got a great quarterback. I mean, I can't say All enough right. good things about Grayson McCall. Hey, Randy, I wanted to give mm-hmm. you a hallelujah real quick before you start talking about Grayson McCall, okay? Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm with you on everything. But, now, but Grayson is good, real good. 
Oh, yeah. And that's going to be a huge difference from what we saw Saturday with JMU. So that's – I think that's what we where we got to kind of start when we start looking at this game on Saturday is the matchup of our secondary versus, versus McCall leading that coastal offense of Caldwell's. That scares me a little bit because he is so talented. But at the same time, our, our I feel like our secondary is, is the strength of our football team. Well, we're going to find out Saturday night just how good our secondary is. I'll tell you that. There's no doubt about that because you're talking about a guy who's super efficient. I think last year, if I'm not mistaken, he led the nation in efficiency. And doesn't he have 18 touchdowns to just one interception this year? Is that right? Randy, I'm, I'm going to – I'll check. I think I'll I'm check right on quick. that. I think it's an 18 to 1 ratio. And even – in the law, you are correct. You are correct. He threw three touchdowns with no interceptions and threw for almost what was it over 350 yards, I believe. Yeah, so and, and the other thing they do, if you've watched any of Coastal Carolina's football last couple of years, it's kind of a unique offense, too. Mm-hmm. Very multiple. Uh, it, it's like it's almost like the triple option out of different shotgun formations if that makes any sense so they're they're kind of hard to prepare for and and mccall can run too he, he's very dangerous and he's got a big tall lanky wide receiver that can make plays you know but like you said i think they've got issues on the defensive side of the ball so i think strength on strength this is going to be kind of interesting on saturday night we may run for a whole lot of yards and it'll be interesting to see how our defensive secondary and what kind of pressure we can get on McCall, how that affects that. But I, I'm kind of excited about it just to see what happens. Yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a, a great game. And you know, Randy, I think you made that point about strength on strength, but I think the other thing in this is key, right? And I think it's our ability to maybe our weakness to exploit a weakness of theirs. That secondary right. of theirs has gotten shredded a couple times too. You know, and then also for for the ability of us to stop their running game. Their running game is pretty good. So that's going to be key as well. Like, can we win the matchup that isn't exactly the big one that we're talking about, which is secondary versus McCall or, you know what I'm saying? I think we have the advantage in kind of the outliers of the game. They do have the better quarterback, though, and sometimes that's all that matters in a big game, too. I – uh I kind of fall differently on this. I think we have a disadvantage in the secondary this week. Uh, They really do have good wide receivers, too, and they're big, and we struggle on the outside against large wide receivers. Our cornerback, they're good. They're small. Uh, And you saw... Just... Out topping them at times, just because just because of size alone. So, I think they have an advantage on the outside when it comes to receivers and a good quarterback throwing it to them uh, could be a problem. Uh, we'll have to play more zone. These guys are six foot four. They're they're big, strong, wide receivers. No doubt, it's going to be a definite challenge. <laughs> there blaine did you just order a pizza no no Who, no I did door not. Open? was that you justin no. <laughs> that, 
That makes no, for just, great podcasting. Just the door, it. Randy, because, man, I had to come in from the porch real quick. It was getting a little cold out there. <laughs> um, WD-40 on that door. Yeah, it's it's been around a while, guys. It's, uh, but I hope, hopefully, we don't need any WD-40 for that secondary, Justin, like you were talking about there. It does concern me um, how big their wideouts are. You make a good point about that. And now, granted, we're lucky they don't have likely running across the middle anymore. The mm-hmm. tight end who's now playing for the Ravens, they still had him. That, that'd be even even more rough uh, for us. But man, I, and like you also said, Randy, earlier, the uniqueness of their offense does cause me some concern. This is a big game for Coach Huff, though, if you think about it. Home game, homecoming. Your home, obviously, your home is homecoming, and at night. Big time opportunity to thrust yourself right back in the race here in the Sun Belt. This is, I'm not going to say a must win, but man, this is a must win. Does this win put us, has Coastal lost the conference? Yes, to ODU. Does this win put us in first place? I mean, the, the Sun Belt East is so jumbled. I, I don't think it put us in first, but it might put us like right there in right there off of first because I think somebody else would have to lose again. Old Dominion's lost twice. I've got the East standings here written down. I'll have to. Southern Miss is beating Louisiana as we speak, 29. Yeah. On, and you know who else is kind of slinging it for the first time in a Hokie uniform? Our old, our old buddy Grant Wells. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't score well, the first uh, half. They got fourteen now in the second. One lost. You know, Coastal's three and one in in the conference. So if we were to beat them, they drop to three and two. Old Dominion still only has one loss. They're two and one. Uh, so you know, win would put us at two and two. I mean, we'd be in the mix, but we wouldn't be in first. Right. We would have. Uh, it would be an. We would need Old Dominion to lose uh, for that to happen, but. We can but take care of that in a couple of weeks. If you Actually, can knock week. off Coastal uh, and have a win over JMU and Coastal at this point, you got to be feeling pretty good about yourself in the East. <laughs> right. That's kind of my point here. We went Coastal. We have the tiebreaker on there. Then ODU's got one loss. If we can get to that point, knock them off, that's their second. That would be the tiebreaker over them. Mm-hmm. We play everybody here. I mean, it's in our hands. Right. Uh, yeah, you, you have yeah you you control your own destiny if you're Marshall at this point. Yeah, you know the old saying, "Rise from the ashes." Right? Well, we can rise from the ashes here in the East Division this year. That's for sure. At this point in time, it's it's a great point about everything is in front of us. Um, I mean, fellas, I I don't know how you guys feel about kind of looking looking forward offensively. What happens? Colum- Henry comes back, right? Columby comes back. Are you still rolling with Fancher at this point in time if he continues to play when we're winning? I think you, the job is his, right? There will be no controversy about that, correct? Coastal at home and is efficient, then I don't think there's much debate there. Now, if if we lose Coastal or we barely beat Coastal and it was obviously you know, then yeah, you got to go with Columbia, but I think he's got a chance to prove himself if he's going to start on Saturday. 
Yeah, and I mean that's that is one thing about this game, guys. It, it, it's curious to me. We obviously know Fancher probably going to go. I mean, do, do we know is 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 that for certain that Fancher will be will be the starting quarterback, or or is is there a chance Henry will be back out there? I think, I, you know, I don't know the injury situation. They're very secretive uh, about it. He keeps it yeah, close to they, the chest. They don't talk about injuries. This coaching staff does not. And, you know, that's okay. A lot of them are like that. But, uh, you know, I don't know if Henry loses the starting job because he's injured. Um, you know, he was the starter for a reason. And, you know, he led us to a win at Notre Dame. So he's obviously capable. I don't know if the young man's been playing hurt for a long time. Right. Uh, I think he was. You know, just I think there may be a chance he's just not been a hundred percent. So it'll be interesting to see how how it unfolds. But I, you know, any coaching staff's going to put the guy out there who they think gives them the best chance to win on any given day. And and I think Fancher has a chance to um, continue to grow and be better and better and has a bright future. Um, he just needs reps. Um, Henry, a little bit more experienced, but he's bounced around a lot too. And, um, you know, at times he's shown signs of being the guy. And then at other times, uh, you know, I've wondered, but I think maybe it's because of injuries. I don't know that. But, uh, you know, I, I'm going to say for the benefit of the doubt, give it to the kid that, that he's probably been banged up a little bit. I, I agree completely. I also think the the offensive line, given the issues they have, maybe Fancher might be a better option back there. With but I don't know. I would give it back if he's if he's not hurt. I didn't see anything from Fancher necessarily that would earn him a starting Division One uh, quarterbacking position. I mean, I even though the win on the road, though. I I think we lost our host, ladies and gentlemen. Oh man, we're hostless. That's okay. <laughs> I bet he can hear us. I can hear you. I bet he can I'm hear here. Too. We just can't hear him. I'm here. Well, he's back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back, fellas. Randy, well, you just sounded like, uh, oh gosh, what's the Chicago? Come on, Chicago Cubs baseball announcer, Car- Harry Carey. Harry Carey here. Let me tell you about Cracker Jacks. Oh, <laughs> I two, I three. They Eight. promise you a prize inside every box, and for a young kid growing up, that's a big deal. So when you open <laughs> up those Cracker Jacks and there's no prize inside, well, let me tell you something. It really hurts. <laughs> Well done. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's a good Harry Carey. Yeah, I love Harry Carey. That's that's solid there, Randy. That's solid. Saturday night. We we we're ready for this kind of this attack here. What McCall brings to the table. I don't think we've seen a mobile quarterback yet. Are you guys a little bit nervous? about his ability, though, on the outside of the perimeter. I mean, it does scare me because we were talking about that last week with Centrino, and we kind of got, you know, bailed, bailed out. out. I didn't know that. When when did that become official, by the way? He was not playing. 
right before game time, I believe. Really? Yeah. I mean, that hamstrung him big time. Once I knew that, it was like, well, we've got a shot now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, do, do we think that McCall here, kind of his ability is is the difference on Saturday night, though? Like, I, it makes me nervous. I, 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 have, to, I have to be honest. This it should in, make you nervous. The weird, the weird two and a half point line too. It just everything about he's, it. He's he's a really really good, you know, veteran quarterback who who has won big games and is used to playing in, in big game uh, atmospheres uh, for them. And uh, I don't know if we yeah, can score with him. That's what I'm, but, that's what concerns me. I don't know if we're going. But, but he's coming off a loss to Old Dominion where where his defense couldn't stop him at all. Right. Um, you know, Old Dominion just just torched him for huge, huge gains, huge numbers. And, uh, you know, so it's just going to be a matter of Marshall being able to get the ball in the end zone uh, enough to, to outdo Coastal. Because Coastal, I think, is going to score. I mean, it's just a matter of uh, how much, but I, I think Coastal's going to put points up, no matter how good our defense is. And I think we have a really good defense. Mm-hmm. In fact, when you look at the numbers, our scoring defense is 11th in the nation. Our total defense is eighth in the nation. Our rush defense is number three in the country. I mean, come on. I mean, what more do you want from what our defense has been doing? But then you look over at Coastal, they're they're scoring 33 points per game. Now, they're giving up 29. So, you know, there's something. But their defense, Art, on total defense, the herd gives up 284 yards a game, which is eighth best in the NCAA. Pretty impressive. Coastal's given up 414 yards, which is 100th. So there you go. Can our offense exploit that and, and if necessary, get into a high-scoring uh, affair with Coastal? That, that's the question. I think, or, go ahead, Justin. Go ahead. Well, I think if we score, what do we score, 26? Yeah. Yeah, or if we do that again, if we score 26, 29, 31, so I think we win the game. Uh, you know, I would hope that our defense could hold them under 30. Uh, three touchdowns is doable, 21. I don't know what they've scored here. They're averaging 33, he said. So, yep. I think – So we, Yeah, I'm with you, Justin. I think if we get to 28, I feel pretty good. I mean, I I honestly feel good with like a twenty four to twenty one kind of win. I would love it. I would love it. We're at home. It's homecoming. It's a night game. Yeah, I I like that. I'll say this. I think the biggest key for us defensively, though, is going to be red zone defense. They're going to move the ball. If we can hold them to three once they get inside the red area, we will win the football game. Say it with your chest. Yeah. Well, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. If it's, not, it's not on the teal this week, too. I think that's a huge factor for us. All right. So looking back, Old Dominion held them to 21. 
UL Monroe, they Coastal was twenty. They scored twenty eight. I mean, yeah, they can be there's and there's I, reason to be optimistic. Yeah, defensively. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, and then you know the Watson kid. I mean, you see the ODU rushing average; it's up to close to ten. I mean, they they pop some big ones, obviously, but there's no reason to think Marshall can't do the same. Um, and, you know, you kind of look at Coastal's wins. Not against the cream of the crop. Probably the best wins, Georgia Southern, right? Yeah, I mean, probably. Well, our Army but at the beginning you, of the year is pretty talking, good, too. No, no, no. Whenever you you start out 6-0, that's something to be, you know, pretty proud about. And I think you got to look at who they've beaten over the last couple of years uh, with McCall at quarterback, too. When, when you say that. So, uh, you know, That's I think true. this is a very, very good football team. Oh, absolutely. You know, the thing is, though, coming into the year, I think people were curious about the Coastal defense, right? And it proved, at least this past Saturday, that, that it was correct, um, especially on the rush defense. Uh, so, I, I don't know. I, I just – you're right, though. I mean, they, they've got a pedigree. This, is, this game, like we said, is a statement game for Huff because this could be – I mean, obviously, he's got the signature win versus Notre Dame and, and the South Bend Stunner, but still, this would be this year's kind of, at least for me, almost, it's tough to say bigger win because of what happened there, but like almost more important to the rest of the season is this game Saturday. If you get this one, well, it's a conference game. Right. Conference games have value, you know, absolutely. And it's an important game. And I think it, it's one that can, determine where you go from here if you get a big win over coastal at home here and and you've got back-to-back wins over jmu on the road and coastal at home you're trending upward people are feeling pretty good if we drop this game saturday night you're back into the uh i don't know right you or you're the seller point you're the seller and you definitely will not be in the conference championship Mm-mm. I'm not worried about conference championships right now. I'm worried about just the next game. <laughs> hey, I feel you, you know, Randy, but you know what? Uh, if you, if you, you know, got a coming chance. out of Notre Dame, I thought, wow, this is it. And then, you know, Kapui. Hey, let's but, play for championships. I mean, you were part of that. Yeah, let's win. Let's win this one and, and, and make next week matter more, too. You know, Go, go yeah. 1-0 that week. You're right. Yeah. Guys, I just sent you a screenshot of the ESPN stand. Uh, the Sun Belt East. If you look at Marshall's points for points against compared to the rest of the conference, we've only played three games. Some of them have played four. So one of them's played five. I mean, that looks like a 2002 one game score for Marshall 46 points for <laughs> We've played daggone games in conference and only given up 51 points. We've only scored 46. But I mean, our <laughs> but defense, we played Troy. That's right. Our defense has the capability of winning the game on Saturday. No doubt. We can. No doubt about it. Absolutely. Our defense is that good. Yes. I mean, this is like the SEC West. Essentially, it's rock fights in this conference. <laughs> we are Iowa. <laughs> we're not Iowa bad. I think uh, uh, maybe Troy is Iowa bad. I don't know. But their uh, defense Troy. is so good, though. 
Troy's in first place in the West. I know. Hey, and, and about to be joined uh, up there by Southern Miss, the way they're playing tonight. I was yeah, surprised about them taking the it to Louisiana like that. The Rock's back, yeah. Randy. The Rock is back. Uh, yeah. Southern Miss has turned the corner. They, we can go they, to Miss Lethus now. They got it building. Oh, boy, Miss Lethus, let me tell you. Hey, hey, Randy, real quick. Do you yes. have a barbecue joint that, like, I mean, we all go to Myrtle. We all go to Conway. We know it. But do you have, like, a hidden one? Under yes. the radar down? You, oh, okay. Absol- absolutely. This is my home away from home. Horry County is where my mother's family is from. My grandmother and grandfather were um, sharecroppers that lived uh, outside of Conway, right outside of Ainer, Bayboro, South Carolina. My uncle, uh, Hoyt Rabin, has a big farm down there. And let me tell you, the best place to eat that's off the beaten path that a lot of outsiders won't know about is Rad Doos Barbecue. Okay. Rad Doos, okay. Rad Doos, R A D D. Not to be confused with Rad Rad Doos Barbecue, okay. Their barbecue is classic South Carolina vinegar based barbecue. Oh, yeah. The thing that I love about it, it used to be right there on Highway 701 in Conway. Uh, but the family moved locations. They went further out into the country, um, back toward Ainer a little bit, but I think the address is still Conway. Highly recommend it. Rad Dew's Barbecue. They're only open on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Okay. So they're big tailgating. They're big tailgating. I'm just ta- they, because they don't have to be open any time else to, st- to still make their money. Um, that's how good this place is. Um, and the great things about rad dues that i really love is it's not just the barbecue and it's a chopped barbecue that you get there um they have a little buffet and it's a country buffet that is true home cooking south carolina style foods okay hey justin i'm excited to get some good barbecue this weekend it might not be as good as the place randy's talking about but i'm ready for it man and hey you know what i'll go ahead where are you headed to get barbecue. I don't know. We'll just get it somewhere on the way down, you know, okay. and bring it, you know. I mean, like, and Buffalo okay, Chicken Dip. It's going to be full of lasagna. Oh, uh, it's lasagna week. Yeah, man. Okay. Okay. That's a tough one for me to get used to for tailgate fare. Yes. <laughs> it's not what you think of typically, but it's what dad thinks of. And when my dad makes a decision, he makes a decision. Makes it as everybody. That's true. He's he's like he's like Kalar and Laybourne, like decisiveness when he's running. Like he, you know, Dad could make you want to eat ice cream in Vancouver. I yeah. mean, you know, ice cream does sound pretty good right now. <laughs> I could go. Last year, I actually had some one of those flavors of ice cream that they had on the Thunder Street. Yeah, might have to, might have to hit that up this week. You ready for Rad News? I, I, you better be. Oh, it's good okay. Stuff. I thought you had more about Radu's for us. I do. So it's got like a. So when you go there, it it's a mom and pop place. They they took over an old schoolhouse and converted it into the restaurant, and it's a buffet. They've got a little salad bar, but the thing I love about it is it's good country food from South Carolina, like my grandma used to make. Okay, so if you've got time on that Friday night before the game. 
that's when I would recommend driving out there and going there and getting some, you know, real good home cooked food. All right. Where do you think the people that are coming in from all these other schools are going to in Huntington on Friday nights for their their kind of their localized spot? They're going to different places, but I always sent people to Rocco's. Right. Uh, Yeah. You know, you can't go wrong with Rocco's Italian. I guess he's in on the lasagna too, Justin. He didn't even know it, but he was in on it. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) What? what? Lasagna. (laughs) Tailgate, tailgate fair, Randy. Oh, there you go. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fellas, um, excited for Saturday night NFL Network again. Not thrilled about that, but whatever, you know, we'll, we'll have to deal with it. Maybe um, Doug Chapman. <laughs> hey, but at least we'll be at home on NFL Network this time. So, right, maybe the fortunes will turn. Well, hey, what kind of crowd are we thinking we're going to get? Best of the year to this point at home. 23192. Oh, that's so exact. I like it. Randy, you over or under 23192. You no, know, I'm over. This okay. is homecoming. I'm over. It's how, homecoming. How far over? Because I might top you as well. Uh, I'm going to go 25,700. I'm going to go under that, Randy. <laughs> you have <laughs> so little faith. I'll go 23,700. 76 very very precise yeah well justin inspired me with his 192 and it just like i gotta we we, you know we gotta go off the beaten path here i hope it's a great crowd because i think that's that would be really crucial for us and winning this game have we got any any idea on what the jersey selection is are we going traditional here saturday night we getting anything like that do we know i haven't seen I'm gonna I'm gonna hop on Twitter here real quick and see those hype I, videos you know are the what? best. I have no idea, but if it were me, it'd be green on green. We can do the the pea pods. Oh, always for Bob Pruitt. I mean, hey, those were always the big game uniform. Yep, green on green, and then on the road, the white on white. And, and you didn't lose when you wore those green on greens. The white on whites, those those bring back some memories, some bad ones, but. Bad memories. So what, so uh, you pretty much the- like the whole. <laughs> I, I don't see any any notice of, of uniforms though, so they're gonna try and kind of keep us in the dark. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. So, fellas, time for the predictions. Randy, we were gonna make your prediction for you if you didn't if you weren't able to come back. Oh, but you're back. On. We were I'm gonna say. Now. Justin said you were going to say eighty-seven to three. Um, I'll go. I'll go what? a little more conservative. I, I would. I'd say you would go Marshall like thirty to seventeen. But what's your actual prediction? Let's hear it, buddy. I'm feeling. I'm feeling a thirty-five to thirty-four. Marshall wins in a miracle game that we talked about for a long time. Really. Okay. Yeah, a defensive, a defensive be, touchdown. Classic right there, Randy. A defensive touchdown will make the difference in this game. 
defensive touchdown to win it or defensive touchdown like is just At what some swings point it? in the game there's either going to be a pick six or a fumble recovery that's returned just something crazy the defense is going to score and Marshall's going to eke it out because of it I like it I, I, I like know it. It, it, it's it's a you know big time uh, going out on the limb but I just feel it okay. Now, Justin, I know you've said your score a few times tonight, but let's let's hear it one more time and, and as to why. All right, so so I'm going 24-21, Hurd. And I do think, Randy, I will agree, the only way this Marshall team is ever going to score 35 points again <laughs> is a defensive touchdown. <laughs> Thank you, Justin, All for right. recognizing that. So I'm going to – but I'm going to go one – let's say – Let's say Randy's fourth offensive touchdown uh, is a field goal for me. So 24-21, Heard. But, Justin, you got to think. We're talking – we've got a running attack with a guy like Laburn going up against the number 100 rush defense in college football. We mm-hmm. should be able to run the football at will on this football team. At, yes. will. at will. I don't know why it came out like wheel, but will. Wheel, hey, I want to see. No, I, I agree. Wheel going to win. <laughs> I agree. I agree. We should be able to run the football, but what that also will do, unless we're breaking off big runs, is count that clock down pretty quickly. It's true. Um, so a lot of possessions. I don't know, but I hope. I, I hope uh, we can definitely pound it down uh, into the end zone a few times. I think Mike Ditka is going to be watching this game from somewhere, and he's going to be proud of what he sees. Are you wearing a Mike Ditka outfit to the game? Oh, no. No, I am not. Duh, no. herd. <laughs> Duh, herd. Hey, I'm going to go with Duh, herd. 31 to 27, guys. I think Ooh. we're going to make some stops in the red zone. I think we're going to make McCall kick a couple field goals. Uh, make Caldwell, you know, have, have to go away. From a senior signal caller, I think Laybourne's going to have a day on the ground, three touchdowns, and two hundred yards. I think That's we're a odd Bradshaw like. I think he's got that in him, and I think he's going to have to have that in him for us to get this one done on Saturday night. Oh, breaking news: Rasheen Ali back for Saturday. Are oh. you serious? No, I'm not. That was a joke. Oh. oh, I was gonna say there's a two-headed monster that would be scary. <laughs> just Justin, in time for Halloween. Justin, you just played with my heart there, man. Was, I know. I'm sorry. That was good though. That was I good. Oh, by the way, I have to put in another shameless plug for folks who do go down to the Myrtle Beach area often, and maybe next year when you go down to watch Coastal Marshall play uh, down in Conway. Um, check out Magnolia's on 26th on Ocean Boulevard in Myrtle Beach. Uh, really great place for breakfast. Uh, again, it's one of those places you go to that has real South, Con- South Carolina country cooking. They have a breakfast buffet, a lunch buffet, a dinner buffet. Uh, but their breakfast, I highly recommend it because it's got grits with stewed tomatoes, Ooh. which is a staple, a staple in Horry County, South Carolina. I like it, Randy. Mm. I hope we have a night game next year so we can go get some breakfast there before. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I'll be there. Oh, yeah, no doubt. It'll be as well. Yeah, it'll be nice to have this one hopefully uh, kind of maybe around this time again because then you get to go to the beach and enjoy it. That'd be something. 
I hope it's Absolutely. cold Saturday night for those coastal kids, to be quite honest with you. Mm-hmm. Weather's not looking like it's going to be that cold, though. It's probably dipping into the 50s by the time kick comes around, I'd imagine. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, though, by the way, as well, Justin was well and definitely feeling the under. Me and you, Randy, were, were taking the over. I don't know. I just feel like there's going to be some points scored. I, 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 and, again, it's just a gut feeling. Now, Last time I had a gut feeling like this, we were in a, oh, I don't know, 10 to 3 game. Ooh, so I like it, Randy. <laughs> I like it. All right. So, but the opposite way than the Troy game. It makes me feel good. Well, makes we'll me find out. Good. Yeah. Absolutely. Everybody feels better when the herd wins. Well, yeah. That's that's no, no doubt. And, and then you get ready for Sundays, Randy. By the way, bad news for us. What's the bad news? About Chase. Well, Mar Chase out four to six weeks. Bad for my fantasy team. You've got to be kidding me. When did this happen? Uh, today. I've been busy at work today. You mean to tell me Jamar Chase is out? He's yes. Out. Yep. Oh, gosh. I've got him on my <clears throat> fantasy team, too. This is devastating. <laughs> <laughs> More this devastating so than bad. I heard last Saturday, is, though. This is so bad on every level. I'm going to run out right now and make sure that I got T. Higgins. Yeah. Good However, luck getting T. Higgins. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Good I'm probably luck, Randy. behind. I'm probably behind. I'd imagine so. Well, fellas, until next time, y'all take it easy. Let's go herd. And uh, hopefully we find a way to, to, to get this thing done on Saturday. Let's cue the music. Yeah. Go, go herd. Thank <laughs> you.